We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And hi, I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And this is Unveiled, your little black book of weddings. Let's get you guys hitched. Hello. Hey, Lucy. How are you? Back with another episode of Unveiled. I'm, I'm well. How was your weddings on the weekend? Really good. I had, had two weddings, had one on the Friday, one on the Sunday, had the Saturday off. Yeah, what did you do on the Saturday? Nice. On the Saturday, I looked after our son, Huddy. Yeah. And we, what did we do? We went to the beach. We, he slept twice, <laughs> head butted the dirt. <laughs> um, no, it was good. The Sunday wedding was the the bride had Indian background. So yep. she, there was some like Indian Bollywood entertainment at dinner. Cool. Which was pretty cool. They, I love those yeah. dances. Yeah. And they got a couple of guests up and made them look like gooses in front of everyone which was quite hilarious but it was actually really good to film because yeah it looked great on video yeah, all those dancing always looks good on, yeah on film but B- yes. big fan of encouraging traditional injections like that yeah and it's always nice when two different families come together yes so this was the aussie family and then a indian family and yeah it's always nice those the two cultures beautiful coming together yeah. what about you Yep, on that as well. I shot at the beautiful Wallalong house on Saturday with yeah. an all-star team. And the groom was Italian and his parents actually organised a surprise for all the guests. The bride and the groom knew what was happening, but the guests had no idea. During dinner, a lady that l- was dressed as what looked like the head chef came out, started addressing the crowd almost thanking them for enjoying their meals and telling them what they were eating. And then all of a sudden she just burst into full-blown opera. It was amazing. She was so good and it was almost combined as like a comedy skit as well. And then this other guy came out and he had a Fennel & Co catering apron on. So it looked like he was just one of the catering staff and he then burst out into opera. It was it was amazing. It was really great. They had everyone on their feet by the end of it. So, yeah, all four traditional injections, they are amazing and they always translate so amazingly beautifully onto – amazingly beautifully <laughs> – amazingly onto especially video, yeah. I would say. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So, so today, what, what do we have? So we've got a whole bunch of questions from our listeners – in regards to a few things that they're kind of toing and froing on whether they should or shouldn't include on their wedding day. So we're just going to go down the list and basically just give our professional advice based on what we've seen in the past and what we feel has worked. Again, it's just, just our, our opinion, opinion. Yeah. and we're only here to help, not yeah necessarily sway yeah and we don't want to or another we don't want to sit on the fence do we we want to no. give some good yeah advice decent what advice. we'll do we might annoy a few people <laughs> but we're not here to annoy we're here to help yeah that's right yeah but right. it's not gospel it's literally just to help with the decision that you are currently stuck on yeah all right well let's 
let's get into it. Should I have a sit-down wedding? A sit-down wedding's are great because you, especially when speeches are on, you're capturing the attention of the whole crowd. It's a lot more of a formal setting and the, the bride and groom can look out to all their beautiful guests and really take in the reception. Um, but, yeah, what would you say about a as, – as opposed to that, you would be having a – cocktail, cocktail style. style wedding where everyone's standing up and roaming and nibbling yeah. what, what are your thoughts on those it's just a little bit less formal so it really depends if you're into something that's feel going to feel a little bit more than i don't know i feel like a, t- a cocktail style can feel a little bit too informal sometimes people drink a lot more as well which i will say so people get louder earlier and it goes back to what eddie was saying before about You don't really hold people's attention as well during a cocktail style as what you do with a sit down. So with your sit down, you're going to, you're going to have a little bit more structure to the day. It's going to feel a lot more formal and it is quite nice from the bride to the, like the bride and groom perspective that they can sort of sit and just take it all in Mm. and see what's, you know, the, the, how the whole days come together, whereas cocktail can just feel, I think, a little bit disjointed and a bit more like a 21st rather than a wedding. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of it's based on number of factors, but if you're having a huge guest list, some, some venues just won't allow a certain amount of people to be sitting down. Um, so you're going to fit more people into the room having a cocktail-style wedding. So there's that. And just on the catering options that I've seen I think a sit down might be a little bit more expensive per head count so case by case basis but yeah that's just some of our opinions beautiful should I have a champagne tower I feel like this is a good one because it's very in vogue at the moment isn't it? <laughs> it's very trending at the moment they look amazing on photos and video yeah they do they are quite a bit of admin to the day as to where you slot them in, making sure it doesn't sort of disrupt the flow of the day. The things that you don't see with a champagne tower are when they get knocked over before they get filled up. <laughs> we've seen that. Yeah. There's also just practicality-wise. So we've they look amazing visually, but mm. practicality, they it really – it takes a long time to fill up. A long time. A lot of bottles of champagne to fill that yeah. champagne tower up and it's, you know, a lot of people just – standing around looking yeah um, i have seen them done differently you know the the catering staff will fill up the surrounding ones and the bottom of the the champagne tower and then yeah. the couple literally just slide in fill the top one up get the shot and move on but there there's still a lot of wastage yeah yeah and i often find that the bottom ones are a bit flat yes yeah they, they definitely not, are they don't really taste that great yeah but we yeah, we they do look amazing visually. So if you're if you're into that, and some people will substitute them for cakes and things. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can. It's like a bit of a bit of a moment rather than yeah. cut the cake, pour the champagne tower, and it's you know signifies the moment in the day. Yeah, don't use the most expensive champagne don't use on the, the Bollinger. Sh- <laughs> don't use the most expensive champagne on the champagne tower, and also get the big Magnum bottles because they go a lot further, and you'll probably need less than you would if you were to just get regular champagne bottles because it takes, yeah, as Eddie said, ages. Should I wear a veil? You can probably address this one. Mm. From a traditional sense, 
It's beautiful, truly is. They photograph like beautifully. From a photographer's point of view, they nine times out of ten, most of the brides I've ever worked with and shot have wanted to pull it out of their hair so, so quickly. Mm. They do get trodden on, your hair and your head get yanked back. I've seen that several times. They get caught in the wind a lot. So during photos, that can really annoy the bride, especially, you know, photos are often pretty run and gun. And if you're constantly trying to adjust the veil and push it off your face, you're going to get a lot of photos with, you know, you looking like you're doing that. Again, they do look really beautiful. They photograph really beautifully. Yeah, a workaround that we've seen is the bride will have the violin for some portions of the day and then just the ceremony yeah and then get rid of it later on if you're happy to do that sometimes the veil is the part of the whole outfit yes that was another thing i was going to say too it finishes the outfit and you never get to wear a veil again from personal experience for the both of us we, we would probably say if you're tossing it up whether to do it or not probably lean towards not yeah is that can we say that i don't know I mean, if you were to just ask me directly and not as a professional, I would say don't wear it. It's completely <laughs> – like all of this stuff, it's completely up to you guys. Should I wear a second dress? Should I do a dress change? It's not necessary, but again, practicality-wise, mm. you're going to be able to move around a lot easier. My one piece of advice would be to just not put the pressure on yourself to buy something that's super, super expensive. If you're going to do a dress change, make it simple and fun and something that you obviously, most importantly, feel comfortable in. Yeah. And yeah. that you could potentially even wear again. Yeah. The, if you're wearing a big flowy wedding dress that can hinder those yeah. awesome dance moves you're about to bust out, yeah. then <laughs> I'd probably consider getting into your second dress. Um, that they are fun and yeah, but yeah, practicality wise, they yeah. they can be can be really good because a lot of first dances you can see the bride sort of like flicking her dress out of the way because she's yeah it's just almost getting it's in the way. Right. So yeah. if you've got one of those dresses, then you could consider getting yeah. a second dress, like long trains, billowing skirts, super tight or even like really intricate like beaded dresses they're all going to piss you off on the dance floor. So that would be when I would consider getting a second dress. Yeah. Should I get a videographer? Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you worth the dollars? (laughs) Videos, videos amazing. I I mean, yeah, not even just, just saying that, but yeah, I've never had a bride that has said they've regretted getting a, a video have no, regret. They just piss every video, every photographer off. I'm <laughs> kidding. No, the video thing is not crucial, but it's something you will not regret. We did a full episode on videography and whether or not you should include it in your day. So I would highly recommend going back and maybe listening to that because there's some super, super good points in there. But in short, a videographer captures something that photography simply can't. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, again, it's going to be something if you do choose to get it, you will absolutely not regret it. But if you don't get it, 
it might be something you do regret. Yeah. And if you're on the hunt for a videographer, I would suggest not only hitting up your venue for recommended vendors, but mainly your photographer because they're with each other for the whole day. They've got a vibe of each other. So chances are your photographer will have a bit of insight into some decent videographers that they can recommend. Okay. Should I get a marquee as our dance floor? Marquees are very expensive. So, <laughs> I mean, if you can have a dance, if you don't need it, then I-, I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't get it just for a dance floor purpose, no. No. I would get it as a wet weather plan, 100%. And as Lara from Honey Lane touched on in her episode, wet weather plans, especially if you are getting married on the east coast of Australia, you should definitely have a wet weather plan in place because you just don't know. Mm. So in regards to that directly for a dance floor, no, because they're super expensive. And also they don't photograph that great, especially with like a flash photo with the light bouncing off the white. It often can throw things off a little bit and not, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, if you can get away with not having to have a marquee, I would definitely do it. Yeah. In, I know in winter there's there's been marquees just to keep people insulated too, so yeah. not just wet weather. Uh, but I do know that if you're considering a marquee, you have to – it's not just something that you can book two days prior. You yeah. have to be looking at it well in advance, which kind of sucks, but – yeah, that's just another thing to consider. Should we do a choreographed first dance? Oh, depends on the couple. I mean... They look awesome. They do look awesome. The crowd always get into it. Yeah. Uh, but if you're an introverted type of person that doesn't want to do that sort of thing, then... And also an anxious person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it will make you a little more anxious thinking Yeah. that you have that coming up. But if you have... If, if you're, you know prepared to do that and you would like to do it then absolutely they always go off yeah guests love it yeah i think they look really really cool and it doesn't have to be you know first dances are what like a minute sometimes it doesn't have to be long Hmm. it can just be a little bit of a dance and then straight in the dance floor should we get a photo booth photo booths have always got a line out the door for them because guests absolutely love them so yeah if you can find room in your budget then yeah, they, they're amazing. Guests love them. You get some cool photos that you wouldn't get from your photographer because, you know, people are usually a little bit tipsy by that point and they just love dressing up and having fun in front of their photo booth. And a lot of the time your photographer is actually going home, you know, just they, they get some dance floor shots, but then they're not there to the end of the night where the photo booth is. Mm. So I wouldn't say it's essential, but they always go off. Should we do gifts to our parents on our wedding day? Case by case basis. If your parents have very generously helped fund your wedding, then that could be an amazing token of appreciation, you gifting them something. But it's definitely not essential. I guess it's case case by case, isn't it? What do you think? Yeah, it could be as small as a card, even if you were weighing that up and it didn't, you don't, necessarily have the cash to go and spend on a massive gift a card or you know the gift of you is a is a present enough yeah they've there's nothing more powerful than uh, words on a 
words on a card, isn't it? What's, what's that saying? It's like it's uh, people value your time, not your money. You don't have to give them... Monetary value. Yeah. But yeah. if you, you've taken the time to really put down into words how much you appreciate your parents, then I think that's, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Definitely. Should I get the Jimmy Choo's or save and get cheaper shoes? I thought they were chips. What did Jimmy choose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I know their shoes. Yeah, you only know the, about the Jimmy Choo's because every wedding that you and I shoot together, if there's Jimmy Choo's, I'm like, oh, the Jimmy Choo's. I'm just going to go on to Google here. How, how much are these Jimmy Choo's? How do you well, spell Jimmy Choo? Jimmy C-H-O-O. Jimmy Choo Heels. Eddie's getting up the price tag. All right, shopping, Jimmy Choo's, holy shit. <laughs> Don't do it. They're 1500 bucks. Are you kidding? Yeah, but they're Jimmy Choo's. Okay. Yeah. I'm not the right person to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you're going to spoil yourself and you can afford it, why not chuck them in? But honestly... <laughs> I also have heard that they're super comfortable though. Comfort is key, guys, with your shoes. Shoes, if you don't have comfortable shoes on, you are not going to enjoy yourself. So that is probably my first point. I don't own a pair of Jimmy Choo's, so I don't know how comfortable they are. They do look gorgeous, but just also note that you'll be doing it for you and probably all the all the people that can appreciate a Jimmy Choo at your wedding. And but yeah. a lot of dresses fall over the shoes too as like – so often in photos unless you're sort of lifting the dress up a little bit, which I will add that I often get brides to do because I love a little bit of a toe – a little bit of a foot or a mm. little bit of a leg in a photo. But otherwise, you're not getting heaps of shots of mm. your shoes. And it depends what you hold as – Value you? yourself. Uh, I know that probably for girls, and what's an example, people that go out and buy handbags, it's mm. more like, you know, I deserve this. So it is. I'm going to yes, get it. Yes, exactly. So. And look, if, if you're going to do that on any day, it's your wedding day, to mm. be honest. So, and as we've spoken about, wedding day money often just becomes funny money a little bit. You lose... <laughs> You just, just hide it from your husband. Yeah. Or hide it from your partner. Just know sorry. that your husband's probably not going to appreciate the Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> But if you're going to wear them again as well, buy the Jimmy Choo's. Yeah. They're sexy shoes. Do we need a musician for before and after the ceremony? I would think that you're... One musician. One musician should start prior to your ceremony and will continue for your canapé hour. Yeah, it's probably say. built into their package that yeah. guests usually start arriving half an hour before the ceremony. So you would have that musician you know, playing some tunes from that time. Yeah, I would just talk to your musician about it and say, are you able to start when our guests start arriving? I would say that that's pretty, pretty standard. Should we have a wedding planner? Wedding planners for prior to the day, right? Yes. 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 Yes, because wedding coordinator is on the day. If you're considering it, if you're having a DIY wedding, Mm. I would... Yes, heavily Definitely. consider it. Mm. If you're not and your venue supplies most things, then you probably can get away without it. Yeah. The DIY thing is really, really hard. If you're having to think as far as knives and forks and plates 
and to the other extreme of tables and yeah everything everything else definitely all right have we got any more that's it that's it well hopefully that was useful yeah hopefully and again don't take it as gospel just the, our opinions to help you navigate your day but we will be back next week we got anything else to add i don't think so no all right cheers have guys have a great week guys see you, later. See you next week